0: Friends, what follows is not for the faint of heart. We bring you tales of the paranormal, human wickedness, the curious, and the bizarre. Please, if you continue, proceed with caution and an open mind. We are the Queen City Creeps.
1: Welcome to Queen City Creeps, your favorite podcast for all things true crime, paranormal, and just a little bit weird. This is Sarah, and I'm here with Jennifer. Hello. And Shelby. No, you're not. Don't lie, Shelby. You're here. Shit, I am. And we're in your basement, so obviously, (laughs) uh, this is Ghost of
0: Shelby. People have been in my basement without me before, trust me. Uh. That's weird. That's real weird.
1: Okay, anyway, speaking of... Being in small places,
2: we never mentioned anything. I about don't know. A small place. I got
1: nothing. Um, Jennifer's going to tell us a story today about a girl in a tiny place, yes, and not a small town girl living in a lonely <laughs> world.
0: I, not I like, this again. I like this, again. this
2: so far. Okay, yeah. perfect. So my question to you both is: um, When's the time that you ever felt like really claustrophobic?
0: So I, I have really bad. But what I like to call social claustrophobia, I don't know exactly what to call that, but like crowds, yeah. like if I get in the middle of a crowd, I get pretty freaked out. I hate that mm-hmm. too. And and that's not really great for somebody who's like a music lover and also plays music and happens to go to these venues a lot.
2: Yeah. So a lot of
0: the time I'm the guy who's like standing on the patio smoking until I have to go on stage. Yeah. Because fuck all that. I, I don't like touching elbows with people. I'm not a big fan of any part of it. So I went to... Uh, Rock Fest in Kansas City one year, which is like the largest one-day music festival in the country, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and they they usually have like two stages set up, and there's like 10 bands per stage, or however many. It's like it's a lot. So you're running back and forth a lot, trying to catch everything that you want to see over the course of the day. But we were... my It was my roommate, her boyfriend, and myself, and... We were moving up for, I couldn't even tell you the band. No idea who we wanted to see so badly that we were, like, (laughs) trying to move up through the crowd.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: But the way that this was set up is there was, like, two chunks of the crowd, and then there was this alleyway down the middle to bail the fuck out if you needed to kind Mm -hmm. of thing. But it's, you know, there's a fence there that's, like, four or five feet tall, whatever. So you'd have to climb it if you wanted to get over it. And I remember the band that was on at the time, because it was Drowning Pool, who had that song, uh, Let the Bodies Hit the Floor. I think it was just called Bodies, but you know the one I'm talking about. Yeah. And we're like trying to move up through the crowd while this song is being played. Ooh! And all of a sudden, from the—I ba- mean, the whole back part of the crowd, there's just a wall, and they're pushing everything forward. Oh! Which isn't great. It's like being crushed by thousands of people. Yeah. Behind you. So I didn't realize how bad it was at first because obviously I'm claustrophobic, but at the same time I'm—I'm kind of going into like fight or flight modes. I'm going to start throwing elbows at this point. Yeah. And. I realized at that point that my my friend that was with me ends up he he kicks me like in the shin and I'm like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? And he goes, We're not on the ground. They were suspended between me and the person in front of them. Literally their feet were dangling off the ground.
2: Oh, what so, the fuck?
0: Yeah, it was pretty bad. Like, it was that tight. So, oh my God. We dealt with that for a minute. And obviously, I'm not, you know, I'm not like mad at the person right behind me because they're as pissed off as I am because yeah. everybody behind them is also pushing. So, yeah. We, we don't really know where the source of any of this is, but at a certain point, it's just like, hey, guys, can we just say fuck this shit? And we don't really want to see this band that badly. And they're like, yep. So I just picked them up underneath their armpits like kids and just like threw them <laughs> over the fence and then climbed over myself and got the fuck out of there. Nice. Ugh, but I was, horrible. I was right on the verge of like start, starting out. to really freak out and being that guy at the concert. Mm-hmm. But luckily we like rode the fence all the way up too. So we had a pretty clear exit path, which was nice.
2: Yeah. That sounds Wait. like a nightmare though.
0: Yeah. It wasn't great. Not mm-hmm. a, not a big fan. So fuck you drowning pool. If you're listening right now, I know you're not. But <laughs>
1: I hope your bodies hit the floor.
0: Oh, fucking nailed it.
1: Assholes.
0: I heard something the other day where it's like, what if let the bodies hit the floor and it's raining men are about the same event, but from a yes. different perspective?
1: Yes. It's
0: amazing. I
1: saw that on the internet. I
0: love it so much. I love the
1: internet. Um, So when I lived downtown, we lived in a loft. It was four stories up. It was an old building. It was a nice loft. You know, it had been a renovated offices um, and it had a vintage elevator in it. Um and like it wasn't the ceilings were really tall so like four stories was actually like eight flights of stairs and sometimes you were too drunk to care and you like wanted to take the sketch ass elevator or like if you had groceries or whatever like it it was more convenient than anything else um but it would also like stop on the regular and get stuck oh. and we got stuck in that thing probably four or five times before we realized like the hacks to it you know where like you because it had like one of those metal sliding Yeah. yeah one of those like sliding gates um and so you'd have to like pull that open and then which wasn't like the hardest thing to do like I'm a small person and I could do it and then it would almost like restart it and it would go huh but it took us getting stuck in there a couple times, and it was always just super stressful. Or, like, new people would move in, and, like, there'd be too many of you in there, and then they would freak out because the elevator, blah, blah, blah. It was it was awful. And it got to the point, like, my mom would not ride in that elevator because it was so miserable and, like, ugh. It was terrible. How many floors up were you? Did you uh, say? We were four stories up.
2: Yeah. I feel like that's too much to – not use the elevator? Mm-hmm. Did you ever, oh, You can't just avoid the elevator. Yeah.
0: Did you ever bang in the elevator while it was stabbed?
2: No. Oh, I did m- not. You missed a
0: tremendous opportunity and also it might have gotten it moving again.
1: That, I mean, accurate? But it was, it, like, the doors opened on two sides. Yeah. And it, yeah, they're, mm-mm. Nope.
0: Just no not way. Happening. It was
1: just, it was too sketch. It was downtown. There's no, nope, no,
2: nope.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm always down for a good elevator bang don't get me wrong however not in this elevator wait you're
2: always down for a good elevator bang
0: literally always down always, always down
2: <laughs> okay boom so how long were you in the elevator like when it was stuck what's the longest time you've been i think in there? the
1: longest was probably like half hour damn so
2: not like super long that's still quite a but bit, though. yeah
1: there was um in the downstairs part of that building there was a political candidate um and he was he was kind of a douche. And he actually rented a loft above, like on the top floor. Yeah. So that he could just come upstairs and sleep because they were in the political office all the time. Um, and I remember there was one night, it was like 2 o'clock in the morning, and we wake up to like sirens. And he got stuck in the elevator, didn't know the hacks. It was the middle of the night, so he called the fire department. Yeah. And it was like, it was I didn't crazy. vote for him. No one did. That's why he didn't win. But it's fine. Bummer. Bummer. But he's kind of douchey. So even though it was like someone that I would like the party, I didn't necessarily like him. So it's fine. Yeah.
0: I sometimes fantasize about getting stuck in the elevator at work so I can just take a break for a while.
1: That would be
2: pretty sweet. Yeah.
0: Except that there's not a lot of air in those things. No,
2: it's very stuffy. Yeah. Well, I got stuck in an elevator not this past summer, but the summer before that. When we were on vacation and we were at like a, I think a drury, in Mississippi, and calling you out
0: drury yeah.
2: drury in, and I really I normally like ins, but this one in we had we had six people and then we had one random lady in our elevator and it randomly just like stuck in between our floor which we were on the fifth floor. And I think it, we're only, like, a floor down from mm-hmm. where we're at. And we were going to go, like, eat dinner or something. And we got stuck. And we were stuck in there for probably 20 minutes. But then, like, we... It's it's a normal elevator. It's not like we have tricks to get it to yeah. start working. And there's fucking, like, seven people in this tiny elevator. Like, uh-huh. there's already pushing it. And then... It just gets really hot and it fogs up the mirrors because they had those little mirrors or whatever Ew, in that elevator. Uh, I know. It was so gross.
0: You have to decide how you're going to repopulate the human race. Yeah. At that point. In the yeah. elevator. Mm-hmm. Right.
2: But whenever you call down, they just get called to the front desk, I guess. It doesn't mm-hmm. get called to the fire department or anything. So you get called down to the front desk. The front desk lady had no idea what was happening. She was like, wait, where are you? I was like, <laughs> we're in the elevator. I don't know exactly what floor we're at at this point. Check
0: your caller ID. Yeah. We're like, in the elevator.
2: We're in the elevator. Can you get some help for us? And then she, I guess Drury has this like weird key to specifically get into their doors. Like it's not a normal one that a firefighter would have or use for a lot of other elevators. So it took her forever to find the key, but she had the fire department come. But because she didn't know where the key was, it took so much longer. yeah that was definitely a claustrophobic moment for me but also anytime you like play hide and seek like you always have to get into like weird areas yeah that's what i was thinking too like hide and seek and then just bodies next to you
1: yeah i don't like Uh, either of them uh, this is why i'm not a huge snuggler because i'm just like i don't want to be like
2: (laughs) wedged under people i don't like i mostly don't like snuggling when the other person's super warm Mm-hmm. And I feel like guys run really warm.
0: So You guys would both hate me.
2: <laughs> yeah. I'm, Alex I'm is like a fucking furnace, and I hate right.
0: it. I'm basically a teddy bear with a space heater inside of it.
2: Ugh, it's good in the winter, but in the summer, get the fuck out of here. Like, I I don't want to be next to you.
0: And that's why fat guys are the best. Fucking shade in the summer, warmth in the winter, man.
2: Yeah, I yes. guess
0: so. I've been marketing myself that way for a decade.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, in 1977, a 20-year-old Colleen Stan... Was hitchhiking bad idea, man? No Just one don't likes to it. Do it. Don't hitchhiking do it. is a poor life choice. But she was hitchhiking from her hometown of Eugene, Oregon, to Northern California to attend a friend's birthday party. Like that's that was her plan. How old was she? Twenty. What year was this? 1977. How, no better.
0: How far ahead of the birthday party did she start hitchhiking? I don't
2: know. That I had this same question. I was like How far apart how do you know still? you're that's, going to get there? Yeah,
0: that's a scheduled event.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And she's in Oregon, northern California. I mean, it could be I don't know where Eugene is. I don't know if it's like southern Mom, Oregon. Anyway, I, I don't look know. like I know geography. I don't <laughs> you think for so. sure don't. I- <laughs>
0: I just feel like Rude. if you sh- like the the two scenarios here are you show up really late for the birthday party or you show up so early that it's like annoying that you showed up that early for the right. birthday party. We've all yeah. been there. Yeah,
2: that's true. And I was like,
0: oh, this was at four. Uh, I got here at two.
1: Also, <laughs> when it's time to
2: leave, how yeah, are you getting home? I don't know. Hmm. Interesting. Anyway, just
0: set up shop in Northern California. I guess so. I guess
2: so. But she considered herself an expert hitchhiker, and on that day in May, she had already turned down two rides. Because she knows, yeah, she knows like which people to go with and who not to go with. I guess. Oh, obviously. What is she a fucking psychic?
0: You gotta trust your gut, man. I
2: guess so. Gut health. But when a blue van pulled over in Red Bluff, California, Colleen saw that had been it was being driven by a man who had his wife in the passenger seat. And a baby, um, in the back seat. Okay, I guess I'm like a car seat. Yeah, but Hopefully. she deemed that <laughs> this
0: was in like the 70s though. <laughs> that's so true. There's every chance that baby was just rolling around in the cargo area.
2: I mean, that's it could happen for sure. Nice, but she deemed that young couple and their child as a safe family, mm-hmm. so uh, she accepted the ride. She definitely shouldn't have. Nope. Um, because that family was anything but safe. Wah, wah, wah.
0: Yeah. I feel like saying after the fact that you're an expert hitchhiker makes the entire claim seem kind of... <laughs>
1: oh, for sure. Like, Maybe she said it previously.
0: I don't know what happened to this woman yet, but I'm going to go ahead and say that if she gave this like a police statement, like I'm an expert hitchhiker, like I usually know. <laughs> I don't
2: that- think she said that word for word, but right, she did say but- like she turned down some rides. Like this wasn't her first. This wasn't her first rodeo, yeah. Shelby.
0: She's, she's had to get from Eugene to Northern California for birthday party before.
2: <laughs> Possibly. It's her her habit every year.
0: Right, exactly. You have to yep. have your pilgrimage to Northern California. Exactly.
2: Yeah. But, so the man that was driving was 23-year-old Cameron Hooker and his wife, um, who was 19, named uh, Janice Hooker. Hooker? Hooker. Hooker. Okay. Yeah, that's okay. But... As it turned out, they had been actively seeking, or actively looking for a hitchhiker to kidnap. Cameron, who was a lumber mill worker, had intense bondage fantasies. Until they captured Stan, he had not been using his wife Janice to fulfill those fantasies.
1: He had not? He had he... not
2: been. Oh. Okay. So he needed another person.
1: I don't feel like at 23 years old, I was like, you know what I have? Intense bondage fantasies. I was no, like very it's young and developed.
0: Dull as fuck.
1: That's rude. I just said I was down to fuck <laughs> in an elevator anytime. Thank you.
0: Yeah, but then you ruled anytime. out bondage like that.
1: I mean didn't you say that By the
0: way, Jennifer, put it on the list. You remember that list you're keeping a while back of things that you should do? Bondage. Intense bondage, obviously.
2: I'm down for some light bondage, but not intense bondage. So shortly after Colleen got into the van, Cameron veered off the road and into a remote area. That's when he held a knife to her neck and forced her into a head box that weighed 20 pounds. Huh. The box, which only confined her head, blocked out sound and light around her and prevented the flow of fresh air. Basically the yeah. fear
0: factory boxes, but not clear. Yeah. yeah. It's just not... a
2: wooden box over Probably her head. Probably homemade. Let's be real. But like soundproof, too. So.
0: You can, you can soundproof pretty much anything. Yeah. I mean, if you try hard enough. That's
2: true. But the car eventually drove to a house um, where Colleen was led downstairs to a cellar and subjected to horrifying forms of torture. She was tied to the ceiling by her wrists and then beaten, electrocuted, whipped, and burned. Ugh. Yeah.
1: This does not sound like sexual bondage fantasies to me.
0: That like, sounds, this old, old like,
1: Christian Grey didn't do this shit.
2: This sounded true. like torture. This, this
0: sounds like sadomasochism to me. Yeah. yeah. I mean, at, at the very best.
2: Yeah. True. So, initially, the couple had an agreement that concluded Cameron wasn't allowed to engage in sexual activity with Colleen. Instead, she was forced to watch the couple have sex after they abused her. Um, Later on, this agreement would change, and Cameron started incorporating rape into his forms of torture. Ugh. So, that's unfortunate. Yeah. Yeah. But when the family moved to a mobile home... Colleen was kept in a coffin like wooden box underneath the hooker's waterbed. Oh of course it's a waterbed. But like I don't I've never like but seen a waterbed. I know that oh, like
0: shit. had No, I know I know how this could have happened. Okay. So my dad's waterbed when I was growing up, that's not a great way to start this was <laughs> exactly
2: like this. Well,
0: so it had like two sets of shelves on either like a set of shelves down either side, or like mm-hmm. drawers, I guess. And there was this thing in the middle that I used to play in when I was a kid that had like a door on it and it was just a really long like storage area. Yeah. That would have to be what that was. Because otherwise I don't know how the fuck you would fit a coffin under a wall. I feel button. like
1: when my cause my parents had one when I was quite a bit younger mm-hmm. um for a short period of time. Um before they moved upstairs in the house. Um and it was like pretty high off the bed. So I mean there was probably like, off the floor? If there was, like, yeah. a box pedestal or something, could you, like, maybe yeah. bring something up under it?
0: Well, they usually, I mean, most of them didn't have, like, to, to support the weight, you have to have almost a, a full, like, wooden frame underneath them. So oh. I don't yeah. know. I But that, like I said, this thing was, like, there were shelves that, you know, there were two corners to each of the shelves uh-huh. going up. So you had, like, four posts, basically, and then this, like, middle section was, like, this wide. For those Ugh. of you at home, that's roughly, like, girl-sized. So I
1: mean, my I don't know that my butt would fit there.
0: I don't know what this one looks like. I don't yeah, know I assume she's skinnier like. than me. Well, she's been in a box for a while, so exactly. probably. That's true. Anyway.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I was just trying to picture that because every single one that I've ever seen of water beds, because my parents had one for years. Like, they'd mm-hmm. finally upgraded when Your I was a teenager. parents had sex on that bed a lot. They don't have sex.
0: You were conceived. <laughs> okay. They have sex once
2: <laughs> per year you're, you're con- on their anniversary. <laughs> that's it
0: you were conceived due to the motion of the ocean <laughs> I'm
2: sure I was and maybe back in the day they had more but I don't think they do anymore I bet they have more now I highly doubt it you don't, if know, you, you don't know parents my parents, parents have sex more now that there's no one living in their house I can guarantee that's inaccurate okay continue your anyway. story <laughs> <laughs> she just got really <laughs> uncomfortable
0: go ahead and block out that mental image rest I of the know. podcast <laughs>
2: Okay, so despite the air holes in the coffin-like box, during the summer months, it routinely um, reached over 100 degrees inside the box. Ugh. Just imagine being under a bed in a coffin with barely any air, like 100 degrees. And not being able degrees. to move. You could like. only lay down.
0: Well, and if they had, you know, again, I'm supposing this is my dad's waterbed for whatever reason, but right. if they stuff those drawers full of, like, clothes, like what he basically had, yeah. and mm-hmm. there's a water bed on top of it, there's not much way for air to get in or sound to get out either. Yeah, that's true. yeah. so that's a lot of insulation for, for one little area.
2: That's
1: true. Also, they're in a mobile home with a child. Like there's a child in this house here yeah. with them.
2: And I'm gonna get to that. So <sighs> Colleen was kept in this box for up to twenty three hours per day. Which is insane. That is insane.
0: Sounds generous to me. Does it? <laughs> I mean, that's those are basically prison rules. Like, if you're in solitary confinement, they still have to let you out to exercise or whatever. Yeah, but yeah. she's
2: so. just laying down. She has no room to move at all. That sounds horrible. But the couple had two young daughters um, who didn't realize Colleen was being kept against her will um, and didn't even know that she was living in the house. Mm-hmm. Um, but for an hour or two a day, the girl in the box would clean and babysit the children. So they knew Colleen, but... As the babysitter or the maid. You live in a fucking mobile home. You don't have a maid. Yeah, well. Mostly mostly babysitter, I'm assuming. It's pretty
0: elitist what you just said.
2: I'm just saying. (laughs) If you're living in a mobile home, you probably can't afford to have a maid. Maybe they have a fucking nice mobile home. A modular home. like my parents. Yeah, exactly. And then they're double
0: wides that they take the axle all the way out of. (laughs) Nope, this house lives here now. (laughs) (laughs)
2: so Colleen said anytime I was taken out of the box I never knew what to expect fear of the unknown was always with me and I was kept in the dark both physically and mentally makes sense yeah but although she was subjected to regular beatings and rape Colleen didn't consider her torture to be the worst aspect of her confinement
0: what terrified
2: yeah what terrified her even more was Cameron's claim that he was a member of a satanic organization called The Company so, she was told that the company was a powerful organization who watched over her and had her family's home bugged. Huh. Yeah. So, if she said anything or did anything to alert anybody, that the company would the come company after would her come family. The company would come after her family.
0: And that was worse than the rape.
2: I guess so. Yeah, To mm. her. I mean, thinking that, like,
1: your family could get murdered by this satanic cult if you don't, like, acquiesce to whatever Cameron wants. That would be terrifying. That would be worse.
0: Cameron isn't a good murderer name.
2: No, that's true.
0: I feel like it'd be hard to, to see a guy accused of, like, you know, crazy rape or whatever named, like, Cam.
1: Hey, Cam. <laughs> I don't He's know like like if he went bum. by Cam, but. He's like a beach bum name.
0: He kind of is, yeah. Yeah. That's North, true. Northern California, Sarah.
1: Yeah. He's out slicing those waves. <laughs> slicing? <laughs> I the don't waves? know. Surf lingo. I'm from Nevada. <laughs> That's true. You've
0: been to a Hollister once though, right?
1: Oh, for sure. yeah, so uh, you're yeah, for sure.
0: You're basically in then. Perfect,. Yeah.
1: Sure. It's really dark in California and smells a little bit like my high school.
0: Yep, now you're cam. Perfect.
2: <laughs> we are cam. So she was so afraid of the company. she actually even signed a contract stating that she was their slave. and effectively she agreed to give up her own free will. The agreement required Colleen to obey Cameron's every wish and command, and allowed herself to be treated as the man's personal property. The fuck,
1: aka slave. As a woman, like, how are you okay with your husband doing this? I guess if he's doing it to somebody else, he's not doing it to you.
2: Yeah,
1: but she seemed to get off on it too.
2: I think, in some ways, yes. I think she. Hmm. Yeah.
0: I used to never have figured out how people like this find each other. The people that are okay with it. The you internet. Know what I mean?
2: Vampirefreaks.com
1: Okay, this was pretty That's
0: true (laughs) Vampire freaks is a big maybe But probably not Not 1977 There are just so many stories like this Of like couples that murder people Or Mm -hmm. that, you know That sexually assault people Or whatever the case might be And it's so crazy to me That you find two people in the world That like meet And they're just like You know what I really love? Rape Oh my god, (laughs) me too
1: Like bonding over a nice white wine spritzer (laughs) Yeah Bonding
2: (laughs) Oh jeez
0: Binding, whatever Close enough Anyway, yeah. I, I just never understood that. Like, I've watched, uh, there was like, a Killer Couples thing I watched mm-hmm. the other day, and I'm yeah. like, this happens a lot, Yeah, where these two people meet each other, and it's usually like the dude has this ridiculously strong personality that happens to just kind of drag the woman in or whatever. Yeah. There's been a few where it's just like, you ever thought about raping and murdering people? And they're like, fuck, all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and that scares the fuck out of me, that like these two people could ever find each other. I yeah, mean,
1: that's, that's just a sign that you haven't been looking hard enough.
0: I didn't say I was looking for it.
2: But now you are.
0: I don't need help. I don't need <laughs> help.
2: <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> so in addition to forcing Colleen to sign the contract, Cameron told the young woman her name was Kay, not Colleen. So from then on, she wasn't known as Colleen, just Kay. And I've never she... met a Colleen that spelled their name with a K. I know. It's spelled with a C. But That's the dumbest thing I've ever know, fucking heard. I don't understand. Way to make the, it even worse, the, Cam. The, the
0: lack of respect and not even learning how to spell her name.
2: I know. <laughs> but she was also made it's to call him Master. Uh, so, huh. there you go. Interesting. But by complying with Cameron and his wishes, Colleen continuously earned more and more freedom. Mm-hmm. So she was allowed to work in the garden and go for jogs. She was even allowed to visit her family which i find so crazy but she was so brainwashed and yeah but well,
0: how did they explain that to her family like
2: so cameron went with her and she told her family that he was her boyfriend and her family took a happy looking photograph of the pair even but her lack of communication and money made them believe she was in a cult uh also probably the pasty demeanor yeah she's probably super skinny fucking cold. And real pale. Yeah. Super pale.
0: Making it super easy to abduct women since whenever cults were in. <laughs> I
2: know. So, but they didn't want to pressure her um because they were scared that she would it would cause her to disappear for good. Um and then Colleen's fear of the company stopped her from escaping or revealing any information to her family.
1: How dumb do you have to be that this derpy surfer motherfucker named know. Cam is a member of a cult <laughs> that could kill your family? <laughs> like,
0: what the fuck? I mean, anyone could kill her family. I, I don't know that it takes a big organized situation well, to, tr- yes. to kill the people that are so easily tricked into believing this shit. <laughs> That's true. <laughs>
2: That's accurate.
0: I have this feeling that if... I mean... I get it. Duress is duress. But at the same mm-hmm. time, if she was willing to believe that, odds are she came from a family that was willing to believe that. Yeah. Probably. Yeah.
2: So, she was held captive for seven years. Holy shit. From 1977 to
1: 1984. That's what insane. What
2: Seven years? Did she yeah. have any kids? No. Hmm. Not with Cameron. Interesting. Yeah. So, towards the end of the seven-year span, Cameron stated that he wanted Colleen as a second wife. This didn't bode well for Janice, though. Of course not. Yeah. Good,
0: Janice. Say something.
2: (laughs) Exactly. Seven years in! Yeah. Janice had confessed that Cameron tortured and brainwashed her since they first started dating each other. And that she had developed denial techniques and compartmentalized um, that aspect of her life.
1: As someone who's really good at compartmentalizing things, I don't know that I can do that. You just, she was really you good You just at entirely it. forget about the woman under your fucking bed.
0: Are well, you kidding? Well, at the same time, I mean, you get into this, the, the personality that it would take to stay in a, 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 an abusive relationship like that in the first place. Yeah. We've all seen that. I mean, we've all seen the kind of person that this could happen to because they yeah. are willing to just kind of put up with whatever for, for some reason, mm-hmm. and I've never quite figured out what that reason could ever possibly be, but I guess, you know, believing that this was how her life was supposed to go could kind of do that. I really yeah. I really don't know. It's It's really strange to me that she could compartmentalize, so to speak. But at the same time, I think abused people have a really good ability to do that, too. Yeah, Yeah, I think it was a
2: combination of that and just denial. And she, you know, she wanted to get out of the situation. So when she confessed to people, Mm -hmm. she wanted to make it seem like she wasn't as much involved as she actually was. Sure. Yeah. So. But at this turning point, Janice revealed to Colleen that Cameron was not part of the company and helped her to escape. In the beginning, Janice asked um, Colleen not to say anything, convinced that her husband could be uh, just rehabilitated. hmm But when she realized he was unsavable, Janice reported her husband to the police. So in 1985, so a year after... Colleen escaped. Uh, yeah, a year after she escaped, Cameron was found guilty of kidnapping, torture, and rape. And was given consecutive terms, totaling a 104-year sentence. In 2015, he was denied parole. It will be a minimum of 15 more years that he's before he's eligible for parole again.
0: So what was the straw that broke the camel's back on he can't be re- rehabilitated in her mind? That's kind I'm of what on. I was
2: thinking. Was like, was that. he trying to go out and, like, find another girl? Possibly. Mm. Or just torturing Janice again. I think he really... They were talking about how Jan or how Colleen would actually call Cameron after she was already out and would just talk about how she left and that, you know, he deserved what he got or whatever. But then Cameron was, like, really emotionally into this. Like, he cried, apparently, on the phone with Colleen.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, his girlfriend in seven years just broke up with him. Mm -hmm.
2: Essentially, yeah. Or what if he was trying to move on to using their kids? Because by this point, their kids are, like, ten. Yeah, maybe. They never told me how how old the kids were, so I don't know. Buh. Freaking
1: surfer bum, motherfucker.
2: (laughs) God damn So, even though Janice helped her husband abduct Colleen and keep her a prisoner for seven years, she wasn't charged with the crime. She was given full immunity because she agreed to testify against her husband, Cameron. So prosecutors believe Janice had been abused both mentally and physically by her husband, making it nearly impossible for her to have defied Cameron and stop the torture. So, there's that.
0: I'm still going with the two against one side of this. Where it's like, hey, you're already out. What say we murder this fucking dick?
2: Yeah. Yeah. There are two of them. Take him down. I guess at that point, Janice didn't want to... She wanted him to change and it just didn't happen. So, yeah.
0: Through my life, girl. Girl.
2: But during his uh, trial, 1985 trial, Janice actually revealed that her husband had abducted another young woman, 19 year old Marie Elizabeth Spanik? Spanik? Mm hmm. Sure. In January 1976. So, a year prior. Uh huh. But just like with Colleen, the couple picked up the young girl when she was hitchhiking in Chico, California. According to Janice, they took the young woman to their home and Cameron shot her in the abdomen with a pellet gun and then strangled her to death. So it wasn't like a capture and rape and torture. It was instant kill or almost instant kill. What'd they do with the body? She made it seem like they just buried it somewhere, like, in, like, a park or something like that, or the forest. And because the police were never able to find the body, uh-huh. so Cameron was never charged with the murder. The fuck?
0: I mean, he already got yeah. 104 years, so it's probably fine. Yeah. But,
2: but still, I, I, I saw a few things with Marie's, uh, I guess, her family is trying to petition that, like, Cameron should have a trial just because they can't find her body, like that's not fair to them. Mm-hmm. Right. But I mean, I get it in a way because you haven't found the body, so who's to say that Janice wasn't just making that up?
0: Well, and you, have to ha- you have closure. Would you have to have raised. the actual evidence of it too? Right. Yeah. Thing. I mean, they'd have to find bloodstained clothes or yeah. something that would link them back to it, and. If they can't find that, they literally can't charge them with that. Mm-hmm. But, but I wish
2: she would, like, if Janice knew where they put the body, I don't know why she couldn't pinpoint where, unless she just forgot completely where the body was buried.
0: Well, and this was almost 10 years beforehand, too. Yeah. I mean, so, I mean, if I buried a body somewhere 10 years ago, I might I might struggle to find it, too. I mean.
2: That's
1: true, but. Hmm. I don't know. That's crazy. Well, and also, if she's, like, blocking that shit out, she may not remember.
0: Well, yeah, if she's already yeah. denying everything else, there's yeah. a good chance she put that in the back of her mind a long time ago and wouldn't let it out. So mm-hmm.
2: That's true. So, Colleen suffered chronic back and shoulder pain as a result of her confinement. When she returned home, she received extensive therapy, eventually marrying and having a daughter of her own. She also joined an organization committed to helping abused women and earned a degree in accounting. Hmm. So, she's, I mean, she's doing all right. With her circumstances. Considering. Like it it kind of sucks. But now, I'm she glad.
0: Worked, now she works for the company.
2: <laughs> the man. Yeah. So, I mean, it's good that she's, you know, using her situation and her knowledge and helping abused women. and mm-hmm. That's good. That is good.
0: So Cameron is still alive, I assume? Yeah,
2: he's still alive and in prison. So. And good. he'll be there for quite a bit.
0: Good. Forever.
2: It. Yeah. Forever. For, um, let's see.
0: So what became of Janice?
2: So Colleen and Janice both changed their names and continue to reside in California. However, they do not communicate with one another. What a surprise. I mean, surprise, surprise. Um, And that's pretty much all that I know about Janice. But in regards to her resilience during those excruciating years in captivity, Colleen told reporters, I learned I could go anywhere in my mind. You just remove yourself from the real situation going on and you go somewhere else. So that's what she did while she was in the box.
0: Hmm. You kind of have to. Kind of reminds me
2: of Kimmy Schmidt.
0: <laughs> that's actually almost exactly what what Kimmy Schmidt said. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Huh. Huh. There you go. You can handle anything for ten seconds at a time.
0: <laughs> so I don't, I don't know if that applies to this. Exactly I what was what just, is saying.
2: <laughs> yeah. But in 2016, a lifetime original movie. Was of made.
0: I knew I'd seen this story before. Have you really? Now no, I have oh. not watch Lifetime.
2: I mean, I don't know who played the girl in the box. It was I'm, I've never heard of the person, so I don't know. I didn't before hear of any or of the since. people. Because she's still in the box. What's in the box? But anyway, <laughs> the <laughs> movie is called The Girl in the Box. I haven't been able to see it. It's only I looked at uh, ways to stream it, and the only. One available is Amazon Prime and you have to pay like $3.99. Gross. I was like, man, I'm good. I kinda wanna pay that just so we can watch it in Shelby's basement. <laughs> I mean, we can do it. I don't know. No. But it's currently rated a six point six on IMDB. Out of ten? Yes. That's 10. better than Zach Baggins, and we watch that shit. Yeah, exactly. Bagans. Baggins. Bagins.
1: The demon house.
2: So Ooh. yeah. I wish it had been free to watch. Otherwise, I would have done. I would have watched it this weekend. But yeah, right. Eh, it happens. All well, right. well, that was fucked up, Jennifer. Yeah, yeah. Yet Jesus. again,
0: ashamed of my penis.
2: Yeah, <laughs> as he should be. Which
0: really. again, he you know at first was not utilizing his penis. He was just being an asshole. But I
2: think that yeah. that span of time in between like him just torturing her and him raping her, I think it was just a little bit, like not very long.
0: I, I feel oh, like that's not
2: what a little bit I was thinking of
0: i I just feel like he's one of those dudes that let's say that would like pressure his his wife into having a threesome or whatever, except yeah. for in a really fucked up way, just like mm-hmm. hey, can I she's already in there? could I just no no Tuh. fine, like I feel like that went on for like two weeks and then she was finally just like, God damn it, leave me alone about this, fine, just go fuck her, yeah, just fine. go, I don't care. Uh, I I, I want to believe this was, like, a real relationship where she didn't allow him to do one fucking thing for a minute.
2: Well, I heard one source say that sometimes it was a threesome kind of situation um, where, like, he would force Colleen to, like, go down on Janice or vice versa. I don't know how much interaction exactly there was, but, and I only saw it one, like, on one source, so I can't, I didn't want to put it in here, but. Mm-hmm.
0: Right. This could very well be some creepy-ass fan fiction or something. Right, Who yeah. Who really knows, but. No, I just meant, like, that's that's the same kind of thing in my head, is, like, I've seen yeah. all these dudes that, like, they, they just have to have a threesome, and they have to, like, beg their wife for it all the fucking time. Yeah. I'm not naming names. I find it extremely frustrating, though. hmm Regardless, this same fucking thing kind of sounds like this, except for the girl lives in a box under the bed. Right, it's kind of a lot like that. So it's just like I really want to do this thing that you won't let me do. Can I do it now? No. Okay, I'll come back in twenty minutes. How about now?
2: <laughs> yeah. Ugh.
1: That's all I got. I have no reaction to this. Right. This is horrifying. No,
0: I get that. No, I've, I've, I've tried to make the jokes. This is not fucking funny. It's not so it's complicated.
2: Not complicated, So, sir. What would you do in your in that situation? I feel like only like a, I mean, not only a woman could. You know, think about this, but like if
1: Tyler had a woman tied up in a box, no under our bed? no if you
2: were that woman in the box, if I were that woman in the yes. box, like would you want to die because I for sure would
1: I no. wouldn't I wouldn't
2: have lasted seven years.
1: I like to think that I would not believe the thing about the company,
2: yeah,
1: and that I probably would have gotten away. I,
2: and,
0: I mean, as soon as you were able to go out and jogs, yeah, probably so.
2: Yeah, just I mean, that's keep on jogging. That's Sarah. the thing is that like, or went to her family and just yeah. like winked at him and like, this bitch like just pull my ears. Yeah, like, like
1: it's gonna fucking kill me. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't know that for sure. You know what I mean? Like, right.
2: You've never been in that situation, so exactly it's easy
1: to say what you would do, but but I, I like to think that I would not. I would be, you know, of mind enough to yeah. kind of hold out. Um, Because it goes back to, like, with what Mary Vincent said. Like, if if you give up and you fucking die, then they're just going to do this to somebody else. And it's just a big cycle, you know? So put an end to it. Take that motherfucker out.
0: Mary Vincent was a different situation, though, because she actually climbed her ass out of the canyon.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, accurate, yes. But I'm saying, like, it's similar in the fact that if she died—like, if she just died— and gave, gave up, up, yeah. Then he would have done it to somebody else. That's what I mean.
0: I I, I see your point. It's just the whole thing where I, I think Mary Vincent's extremely inspirational for the oh, fact yeah. that she overcame what she had to and fucking is you know made it to that point. Whereas mm-hmm. this girl just kind of stuck by it because she was afraid of bodily harm coming to anybody else, which I understand yeah. is somewhat valiant, but at the same yeah. time... Bodily harm is going to come to somebody else. If she died too.
1: Yeah,
2: that's true. But the
0: longer you stick around, the more the chance is that he's just going to go. Yeah, I'm ready for somebody else,
2: and then kill you. Yeah, yeah. I think so. she also like grew attached to Cameron in like a really fucked up way, like
0: Stockholm syndrome. Yeah, I mean,
2: exactly. So I think at after a while she formed a bond, and even they. Some people even said that like she was in love with him, which is so crazy, but. I know how well, She's happens. calling
1: him after she leave- left. Yeah. Like, Yeah. that doesn't surprise me. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. weird. So. It's crazy. All right, guys. Well, if you have any questions, comments, or overall concerns about this weird-as-fuck story. I'm overall concerned. I'm very <laughs> concerned. Let us know on either Facebook or Instagram, or you can always email us at queencitycreeps at gmail.com. Um, we hope you enjoyed it. Have a good night. Thanks. Bye.